Judge Cast. My name Woo! is CJ Schrader. Don't Raven Fox me already. Let's uh get a little bit further into the show. My name is CJ Schrader, one of your lovely hosts. That person wooing is Brian Prilliman. Woo! There he is. And then with us, finally, again, my former co-host in crime, Just Ducks. Hey, it's good to be back. I don't. Why did I say former? That's not the word I meant. They're they're firing me. I meant. uh, Haven't told me yet. So they're actually firing me. uh, What's the word? Fortunately, lapsing. Lapsing. Lapsing host. host. Yeah. Yeah. Formerly uh, missing. That's what I was gonna say. But but, but I I detected that he was missing within uh, a turn segment, and I have now put him back on the stack. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. Yeah, but it only counts. It only counts if Judge Gas North does it. Oh, <laughs> they are our opponent, aren't they? <laughs> uh, hey, let's hop right into our news, guys. Awesome. Do you guys play Duels of the Planeswalkers? Twenty third. No. I like I like it. I actually I do play it. I've bought the first one and the second one. I haven't bought this one yet. I'm playing it right now. Oh, cool. Are you? <laughs> oh, I will, though. But anyway, Duels of the Planeswalkers came out, and uh, they gave you this nifty little promo code where you can go out to the stores and get a little um, a promo card. Uh, this year, it's a lame one for Xbox, which is what I normally buy. What is it? It's like, uh, who cares? The one for the iPad is uh, oh, Sarah's Avatar. Yeah, and then okay, then Xbox has the Primordial Hydra. So, so you guys, you guys know uh, Eric Levine? Yes. He actually bought it on all of the systems just to get the promo cards. Wow, that is kind of weird. Yeah, I, I'm like, that's you really want those promo cards? Okay. Uh, a little, little bit of in, inside humor just between me and Eric. Okay, Eric, I still have my bus transfer. What are you talking about? All right. No, he's gonna. Eric's just gonna be rolling on the floor after hearing Eric's that. Eric's gonna be rolling on his floor. <laughs> I still have I it have... in my wallet. I never forget my bus transfer. That's okay. about. Why that. did you bring this up though? <laughs> it's just this old Nick just started like, like I'd ask him a question and he just kept telling me, "Don't forget your bus transfer." Oh. Why did you bring us? Why did I bring up Duels of the Planeswalkers? That's because on top of the promos, you're given a little M13 pack with little commons and uncommons. I don't, I'm not sure how many, but you're given a little pack of commons and uncommons from M13. The one thing I want to say about those cards with uh, GP Atlanta coming up is those cards are not legal until M13 is released. It was initially announced that they would be legal, but they are actually, in fact, not legal. So the the cards that have been reprinted are the cards that are reprinted. Yeah, those are fine. Those are fine, but the new M13 cards, no. Yep. Yeah, I'm not sure if any of them are going to. You know, people are like, "Oh man, I was brewing at home." I'm sure making use of, you know, the new whatever Soul Warden, but oh well. But. There are there is a card that you can play at GP Atlanta to help ease the blow of not having M13 commons <laughs> and uncommons available. And people will actually play this. What card were are we talking about? Land tax. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh, land tax, right. Yeah. Apparently Brian wasn't talking about land tax. Nope, I wasn't talking about land tax. I was talking, talking about? about I don't know. Alright. <laughs> I don't have a good <laughs> Originally, it was announced that it was going to be available, or it was going to be legal on Sunday, right? The yeah, yeah, that was the effective date. It had an effective uh, July 1st, which meant you couldn't play it on Saturday, but Sunday, woo! So, <laughs> shuffled up for them side events, because you couldn't play it in the main. Oh. 
Oh, but now you can. So. Now you can. However, however, uh, just to clarify, this is specifically for those those cards in the little boosters. The actual promo cards are legal in Eternal formats. Yeah, they've, they've, they've all been printed before. So, so the the Sarah Avatar, the Viper Nocturnus, and the Primordial Hydra. Well, they, yeah, those are all reprints, aren't they? Yeah, they're all reprints. Okay. Yeah, so they're all legal. Well, never yeah. mind. I'm just I'm just being. And then I think due to a technicality, even if they weren't reprints, they would be legal, but it doesn't matter. Right. We don't have to go down that road. Okay. So yeah, that's great. And I don't, I think we should say GP Atlanta is legacy format. I don't think we actually outright said that. I guess everyone no. doesn't follow GP Atlanta as close as me and Brian are since Brian's the, uh, I, so Atlanta. I actually, uh, I wasn't going to ask because I figured you guys knew, but I actually had to look it up while you were talking about it. <laughs> like, what is this legacy? I don't know. Like others probably haven't been thinking about it as much as we have. Oh, we've been thinking about GP Atlanta nonstop. Yeah. When the, uh, banned and restricted list comes out, we also get a little new set of documents. And this time around, we got a new IPG, we got a new MTR. The IPG, they didn't want to change too much, particularly with lapsing abilities. Uh, still so new. So they didn't touch lapsing abilities at all, and they just made a few minor changes. Somebody, tell me a change. So so one of the changes to the IPG is that time extensions are going to be given for tardies. Yeah, which I was doing before. Yeah, I think this was, they just found out that some, since it doesn't say it anywhere explicitly, that some people weren't doing it. So they just said, you know what, we're going to remove the ambiguity. You know, so if a if a guy shows up three minutes late, you know, four minutes late, whatever, yeah, they get a game loss, but they also, his opponent paid for a 50-minute match. He's going to get his 50-minute match, and they get the four-minute extension. Good news, they're probably not going to need it. Yeah. Because there's game loss involved. But still, his opponent did everything right, so no reason to take away some time there. I think the thought process is, like Brian said, they have people going, oh, well, they're already a game down, and, and they're only five minutes in. Yeah. Uh, so so I'm not going to give them an extension, and that's... that's Because yeah, uh, they don't need I under- it. Yeah, I, I understand where they're coming from, but they're wrong, and now the IPG... Right. And nobody yeah. does that with a deck-deckless problem. Like, uh, turns out some do. Oh, all right. Never mind. It, yeah. it, it's it's actually any of the infractions that you know happen at the beginning of the beginning of the round. There is the possibility that a judge does not give a time extension, which he should. Or the the the, the stuff that happens at the beginning of the round that results in a game loss. You know, uh, tardiness, deck deckless problem. Those things should be getting extensions. And so here's some clarification. Yeah. All right, well, that's exciting. Uh, then also, um, let's say, Brian Pillman, before a tournament, you come up to me and you're like, hey, is this land tax legal? And it's last week. And I'm like, sure, I read online that that card's going to be legal, so you can play it, and you go play it in your in your deck. And then later we're like, oh, wait, crap, that card isn't legal. Deck deckless problem for you, and you get a game loss. What? What? But, but the judge said, but the, the other judge, judge said. Yeah. Other judge told me. He did. So one of the new updates to the IPG now is we can downgrade that infraction. So if you are given incorrect information by a judge and you get a penalty resulting from that information, we may now downgrade the penalty. So this is for is this does this include times when players say, but the judge at the other event that one time I think <laughs> said oh yeah so. That, that this is mostly for things like I came up to the judge before and asked if this was okay. He said no type stuff, yep. or he said yes or whatever. So this is not like 
you know, I heard a judge once say 10 years ago type things. Right. And and it's only in stuff that results in a penalty. So if you say, whatever reason, I'm blocking this 2-2 of my 3-3, does my 3-3 die? And I'm like, well, actually, that results in a penalty. <laughs> it's hard to come up with the examples. But if I give you somehow give you strategic advice, which I shouldn't be doing, but then the strategic, t- strategic advice is bad, well, we can't fix that anyway. So I actually had a situation uh, at a PTQ that I was judging this weekend where a player was looking up rulings about cards on his smartphone during his match. Yeah. Because he was talking about how a judge told him that was okay to look up, you know, because anything about the cards was fine. I think it is okay, though. To, well, what specifically is okay? Looking up rulings on Oracle. Well, there are no rulings on Oracle. Oracle is just attack. Well, the, the FAQ, the... The, not the Oracle, but like when you look up and gather, you have yeah, the, gather. I'm sorry, the gather rulings. Yeah, gather rulings are okay. Eh. They said they said they were. I know who, who said they were. When that, that when other judge just happened. Oh no, it was it was on on IRC. I was I yeah. was being fussy about it, saying that I don't think that that was very cool, and and the the answer that came back was, eh. As long as that, as long as they're not like perusing through that. Constantly, it's it's probably in the noise. Yeah, it feels like kind of a gray area to me, but that's what they said. This one, this situation was actually because he was trying to prove the the floor judge wrong while waiting for me to come over to the table for an appeal. Yeah. So he was like searching for information, uh, which makes it really awkward. But so how that end up down? Well, like he didn't get any farther than the gatherer rulings before. I got over there because the correct answer was there. And so we had a nice discussion about what you are and aren't allowed to do with your electronic devices. And and I did not disqualify him for outside assistance, given the situation and the fact that he under he felt that he understood that, uh, that he could do that. Mm-hmm. And this, like you were just talking about how the rulings are right there on the gatherer, you know? Yeah. It's really hard for them to just to for for anybody to say, oh well, I looked it up but didn't see the rulings. So that's not even enforceable. For so, if he tells me I looked it up on the gatherer uh, to find the ruling, see here it is. I just wanted to show you. I don't feel like can dis like can, but I don't feel I should disqualify him for that. No. What do you guys like? That, that's that's not I, something I'm gonna, or not disqualify. But I mean, natural uh, loss. Sorry, not disqualify. I'm but, I'm I'm of I'm of the opinion. Of if you are going if you are going to gather to get the oracle text of a card and the information happens to be there and you happen to see it, eh, no big deal. If you are going to gather looking for gatherer rulings for the explicit purpose of looking at gatherer rulings, I'm going to give you direct instructions not to do that. Yes. That yeah, like and that. then and then then we'll take it from there if we have repeat instances of that. So Jess, under the current IPG, how do you uh-huh. handle a guy who forgets to draw a card at the start of the turn? Under today's IPG, not the one that goes into effect June 29th. Slap in the back of the head. Oh, the, the one that, that currently is in effect. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to treat that like it's a mistrigger. Yep. Because that falls under the mistrigger, even though it's not a triggered ability, which right. has always been something, as long as that has been in place and I've known about it, that that has been confusing to me. It's it's Yeah, it's a little, I guess... I don't know. Well, anyway, they changed that. So now we just treat uh, a player forgetting to draw just like it's a uh, GRV, and it's a brand new exception we have to where we don't need to rewind. So 
You walk up to the table, guys like I didn't draw a card. You're like, well, draw a card then. Game rule violation. Now here's here's an interesting thing. When it was considered a a, a missed trigger, you had to catch it within a turn cycle. But I, here, I was going to bring this up too. Oh, yeah. This is this has no this has no turn cycle uh, limit. Yeah, and I have no idea what's I mean what's the duration on this? Is it just it's probably going to be hard to prove, though, if you're like, oh, yeah. Judge, four turns ago, I forgot to draw a card. Exactly. So is it just as long as you can kind of prove it? No. No. It's all right. Yeah. That's, uh, we're not going to, we're not going to do that partial, we're not going to do that, uh, partial action. We're going to leave the game state as it is. Right. But, I mean, you know, I, it's still probably going to be roughly a turn cycle, probably. Yeah, because you re- you really can't tell much beyond that. Yeah, that and probably sometimes not even then. Did I draw for a turn? I don't know. I don't know. Well, uh, you know, usually usually the 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 marking point for a lot of judges for backing up is whether or not they've drawn for their turn yet. So if that's happened, you decide whether to back up. I'm sorry, I'm trying to be. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. I apologize. Well, I was thinking, is, is he talking about the next turn? <laughs> like he just drew his card, and he's like, "Hey, did I draw my card last turn?" <laughs> or is he trying to be? I mean, is he going with the turn cycle argument, or is he trolling? Yeah, that was trolling. <laughs> oh, okay. For the record, I was I was trolling. Although I could see at that point, like you know, are we are turn, turn cycle still feels right because that's what we've always done. Yeah, uh, but I don't know if that is actually what we should. Yeah, I guess I guess a better host would have like clarified with that, clarified that with Toby or something ahead of time. But well, oh we, well, we can rely on Judge Cast North to clarify it for us. Thanks, they're best friends with Toby Elliott. BFS? No, they're not. <laughs> I actually don't know. <laughs> Did you see on a? Uh, we got posted on on Facebook that the new episode of Judge Cast was up, and Francisco pointed out. I don't know if you listened to the last episode, uh, Jess, but. We might have we might have picked on Judge Cast North a little bit, and Francisco on Facebook was like, a little bit. "Isn't isn't Americans making fun of Canadians getting a little old?" <laughs> and I was it's, like, "It's it's not it's these specific Canadians, you know. It's, it's a friendly rivalry, <laughs> and no, it's not getting old. We're gonna keep. Yeah, doing it's not getting old at all. It's not getting old at all. We're gonna keep doing. And yes, keep I did. Doing. I did listen to that episode. You guys had some fun with state based actions there. Yeah, uh, I did." And tried to find some pretty convoluted ways to make some of them work, I gotta say. Yeah, we talked <laughs> a long time about Rasputin. Yeah. <laughs> and and I found that robot video that I was talking about, the cartoon. Posted yes. that on our Facebook on the on Facebook. So if you wanna know just what the what the hell old man Perlman's talking about. <laughs> Nobody ever knows. I think it's from nineteen forty seven. It was in color. So Pillow so Pillow was like, you know, a young adult. Yeah. So <laughs> So <laughs> young adult. <laughs> Bastards. So like we said, these uh this document will be active on June twenty ninth, which is right before GP Atlanta. There's also an update to the MTR. We sh- I guess we should mention that real quick. I didn't even write it down. There's only two minor updates there. One is the uh clarification about sharing deck lists at large events. Basically, the policy now is we don't share deck lists at large events unless it's at, to read it literally, at constructed format professional REL tournaments. So that'd be the Pro Tour, World Magic Cup, uh, Players Championship, and Grand Prix, Day 2 Grand Prix. We'll, cop- we'll uh, share deck lists uh, to players in the single elimination. P- it says payoffs. I think it means playoffs. 
But beyond that, you're not supposed to share deck lists. It doesn't even mention it being okay but on a TO 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 basis, which could... No, it's not. Yeah, it's not now. Which, which could be awkward. It actually was really awkward for me this last weekend. Uh, I ran a PCQ for a TO who normally does exactly that. Really? So that's, that's what the players expected. And when they found that the top eight players found out they were not going to get to see each other's deck lists, some of them became kind of adamant about it. And uh, I finally had to tell them to sit down and get ready for their match because this was not something that was negotiable. Right. Except technically the new MTR isn't in effect. But I think that that was said. In so that, that was actually that came out. Yeah. yeah, that's true. They just added it to the MTR. They were, they were just like, this is not a cool anymore adding to MTR later. So, so what was the... Okay, so there was there was obviously there was a thought process reason for allowing it, and there's a thought thought process reason behind disallowing it. Do we do we know what that is? So the thought process behind allowing it, uh, at least for players from a player's perspective, is that the guy who has more friends watching everybody else gets to know more information about their decks if he if he can't see everybody's deck lists. Sure, that was and that the, was the reason for allowing it. Right. But we're saying no. So what changed? No idea. Okay. <laughs> like the consistency, I guess maybe. Like I know that I think it may just be that they've decided to go to a policy where they're only doing it for multi-day events, and also this policy originally had an exception for Star City Games events anyway. I don't know if they're going to continue with that or not because there are multi-day events with the standard that the top four or top eight may played on the, the second day. Yeah, but the, they do it for the legacy too, and that's a one-day event. But I think it's because they post everything online anyway. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I just checked the email that talked about it, and he doesn't really say why. Whatever, that's the policy now. Mm-hmm. I follow okay. my orders. Never question them. Nope. Nope. Uh, the other change was the trample shortcut in the MTR was removed, and <sighs> I've heard it explained multiple times why it was removed, and I don't know if I completely agree. This, but... this actually, I wasn't aware of this. Yeah. Yeah. Really? So yeah. here's here's the explanation. I'll give the explanation as it's been told to me. The shortcut realistically only applied during pre-M10 rules. Like, it really only was supposed to talk about... Let's, actually let's a... talk about what the shortcut was first. Yes, yeah. good call. Okay. We are talking about the shortcut that involves if I attack with a creature with trample and you block with a creature that has toughness less than uh, my trampling creature's power... It's assumed that I'm trampling the excess damage. That's the shortcut we're talking about, right? Right. Yep. So I attack you with a 10-10 trampler. You block with a Lana or Elf. You're taking nine if nobody says anything. Right. That. Sure. Yeah. And and so that shortcut was if you didn't say anything and damage use the stack, then be like, okay, well, giant growth, my Lana or Elf, it's gonna live, woohoo, because because uh, it only assigned one. Right. One damage to it. When damage used to use the stack doesn't anymore. Right. No, no, no. But, and so they, they remove that shortcut. And where I kind of feel that it's, it's, it's a little, it's a little awkward is. Well, because now we have this problem where if somebody attacks me with Primeval Titan, or, or attacks my Liliana the Veil with Primeval Titan, and I go, oh, I'll block with the Solana Whirl. And he goes, okay. And I put my Solana Whirl in the graveyard and nobody says anything. And he goes, why didn't you put your Liliana in the but you didn't say how much you were trampling, so I assumed you you assigned all the damage to the creature. Like what? 
Right. Yeah. Why, why does this shortcut not exist anymore? What was the reasoning behind this? I don't know. I mean, the, the, basically, they're saying it's not needed anymore because that's the way it works now, anyway. But I gotta, I gotta, like, that's how it works on Moto. Is that where where we're going now? Like, oh, <laughs> oh. just said the phrase that pays. He went, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I just, I think, I think that it puts, it puts the attacking player. Oh, and and it creates, it creates a little bit of confusion because what happens if, you know. I attack with my 10-10 trample, and you block with your 1-1 land of war elf, and you don't change your life total. Because yeah. you're like, oh, well, clearly, clearly, all the damage went to my land of war elf. Right. Right. I mean, unless, unless, like, did trample get changed in the comp rules and we didn't notice it? Like, that's a possibility, too. No, it didn't. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there's still, there's, there's still a choice to be made, and I, I feel that the shortcut still exists in our hearts. Right, yeah, like, if, if if a player tries to pull that and he goes, well, he didn't say he was trampling, I'm going to look at it and be like, well, what did you think? Really? Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, part of it is it's supposed to be covered by the fact that you're supposed to announce life totals now. So that kind of helped seal the deal on this. You're on only supposed cut. to announce them if they change, though. Right. So if, so, so if she attacks me and I block the lot of world, if I don't say anything, that's because my life total didn't change, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Really? <laughs> really? Is that where we're going? I don't know. All right. You know what? Players, don't, don't... like, I, I have players that will say exactly that if they know that the shortcut's been removed. And I'm not going to tell them. But. And they don't listen? Yeah. Well, I don't know if they listen to this or not. I, I'm always surprised when I find out. Like, I'll meet people that, that are judges that I know or the judges that I've, you know, that, hey, that I've introduced guess, to. Guess and they're like, oh, you're on the, you're on JudgeCast. I'm like, you listen to JudgeCast? That's awesome. Sweet. We just merged our like playgroup with another playgroup because my whole playgroup's been mad at me because I said we were falling apart a couple of episodes again ago, and uh, we kind of just merged them. And then some guy on there was like, "Oh man, CJ Schrader's in this group. I love JudgeCast." And I'm like, "Oh, creeped out now." <laughs> I don't like, have a fan. I don't like the idea of having a fan. <laughs> so, so here's the thing: they removed the shortcut because they said it was no longer necessary. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, so. It still works. It still works the way it works. Then, if it if it was unnecessary and it's supposed to still work the same way, then I don't I don't know. It seems like we should treat it like it still exists. The it still exists. Oddly enough, yeah. Even though it doesn't, but it does. So we will. All right. Let's this is one of the up. this is one of the great things about Judge Cast. We're just sometimes. We're just monkeys with a paintbrush, just <laughs> slapping around. I know. Policy. I've never, I never felt like we had a show before. We were, so many times we were just like, I don't know why we. I don't know. That. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> do that. It's like we oh, should well. prepare or something. We prepared. We did, but yet. All right. Hey, we're prepared for our main topic, though. You guys ready to hop into that? What's our main topic? Priority. See what I did there? Yeah, I see what, what? you did there. Okay. I don't really get. <laughs> All right. <laughs> He said he. You said we were prepared, and then he asked what the main topic was. Oh, yeah. I get it now. I get it. And then CJ turns the page and joins everyone else. Awesome. All right. Well, the reason I even wanted to talk about priority is because last time we talked about state-based actions. Jess, what's that? I missed you. <laughs> last time we talked about state-based actions, and we were just like, when do SBAs happen? Whenever a player gets priority, and. There might be people out there that have no idea what that means exactly. I know a lot of people actually try to listen to JudgeCast to learn things. Mm-hmm. Silly them. 
Yeah, this is not a good idea. <laughs> um, no, that's fine. So, uh, so yeah, like who wants who wants to tackle defining it? What is priority here? You like do. Brian? I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> priority, like the game works on priority. If you didn't know what priority was, you have priority anytime you take almost any game action. So priority is a system through which the game goes. Who is able to take actions? So. In most cases in the game, whoever's turn it is gets the opportunity to take actions before their opponent does, and that's called having priority. They have priority, and then when they ca- when they play something, cast a spell, etc., then they pass priority, which means it's their opponent's turn to take actions. And there are some things that require you to give up priority when you do them, and some things that are not require you, but some things that don't allow your opponent to respond by using the stack and such, and uh, state-based actions kind of bleed right into priority, so mm-hmm. that's, you know, where we're, at, where we're at with that. How do state-based actions and priority interact with each other, Brian? Before a player would get priority, the game first checks to see if any state-based actions occur. Then, if any did occur, it checks again to see if state-based actions need to occur. And it keeps doing that until... It goes through cleanly without tri- without triggering. Oh, oh. it goes through uh, all the state-based actions until it runs through the list of state-based actions cleanly, like nothing happens. Then all triggers go on the stack. And once all the triggers have gone on the stack, the active player receives priority, which means it's your turn to do something. Yep, you've got the conch. You've got conch. the what? Conch. Conch. The conk. conk. We'll just we'll let conch slide. We're just gonna let that. We will, <laughs> Okay, thank you. Yeah, piggy's got the conk. What can you do when you have priority? There's a there's only a small list of things you can do actually in this game. You can dance if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. Leave friends behind. Yeah. <laughs> friends will dance, and if they don't dance, they're no friends of mine. So. <laughs> so one Dude, thing if is, my friends don't dance. You just insulted all of them. They're that. no friends of mine then. <laughs> But we can go if you want to, a place that they will never find, and we can act all, act all out of control. What did I do? What did I do? I think he just, like, threw the nerd gauntlet down or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know what just happened here. <laughs> Brian started it. What? But you did. <laughs> this is not my fault. All right, so what I wanted to say, though, is uh, having priority only affects things that you can do like the game can still do things without you know the game doesn't need priority so there are certain things called turn-based actions which we're not going to get into right now but uh, they happen at the start of every turn so like something like drawing a card during your turn you don't need priority the game is just like hey draw a card now there's no uh, no one gets priority during this happening when you're actually performing the physical thing of drawing a card you actually do get priority during the draw step we'll get to that stuff later when you have priority, there's actually a very small list of things you can do with it. Uh, one thing is you can cast instants. You can do this anytime you have priority. Another thing is you can cast sorceries or creatures or anything that's not an instant or something with flash. Uh, but you can only do those when the stack is empty. So you have to have priority and the stack has to be empty. It's well, not those with flash. Except for the ones with flash, sorry. But that only works if you're not playing duels of the Planeswalkers for the iPad because it doesn't support flash. Oh, I get it. I got that I one. What you did there. <laughs> <laughs> dumb joke. That's really dumb. <laughs> that was. Have you been waiting like all all episode to drop that in there? I have actually. 
that's not, that's not, that's not like such a premeditated joke. Uh, well, I've, I've used it before as a thing. Like oh. as soon as as soon as I saw Eric Levine setting up his duels with planeswalkers on his iPad, I, I I that's when it came to me, and I was like, so you can't cast for creatures with flash, right? <laughs> anyway, anyway, please continue. I'd I would love agree. to continue. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to shut off my microphone for a minute so you can finish. You know what else you can do when you have priority? What? Tell bad jokes. <laughs> Those don't use the stack. So you can also activate abilities anytime you have priority. Another fun thing you could do is activate a mana ability. However, this is one of those things that you don't always need priority to activate, but it is something you can do. Uh, technically, it is an ability, so I, I guess it kind of falls under activate abilities. Can you guys tell me the other two times you can activate a mana ability without priority? During casting of the spell and when a when an effect asks for you to make a payment as part of the resolution? Yep, like mana leak. Anyway, the fourth thing you can do with priority, and this is the final thing, is you can perform special actions. And I'm sure people are like, well, what's a special action? And in reality, there are six of them. <laughs> I forgot. I already wrote it down. I forgot how many there are. Five of them. There are five of them. So I wanted to take a quick moment and go over special actions instead of... No, there's six special actions. Man, this is hard. Oh, I see what I forgot. I wanted to real quickly go over special actions. Someone give me the most common special action. The one we all do all the time. Sneaking cheaty face in play. I wish. You don't need playing for that either. Playing a land. Playing a land. Playing a land is a special action, doesn't use a stack. You can do it whenever you have priority and the stack is empty. Uh, another one is turning a face-down creature face-up. So what it, all right, what is that called? Is that called unmorphing a creature? Or is that, um, is that more? Colloquially, yes. Okay. You're, you're, I mean, you're turning it face-up, technically, yeah. but you're, you're unmorphing it. And one of the cool things about that is, since it's a special action, it gets around split second. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that was a pretty uh, common thing in the Time Spiral was standard for people to, like, will bender extra dates and stuff. Yeah, and you can't uh, respond to it either, since yeah. that doesn't use the stack. It wasn't really common during Onslaught block, though. It was real unfortunate. <laughs> no. <laughs> I get that one, too. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, there's two more kind of stranger ones that I... They, they basically lump in together, but it's basically if you... Uh, it is a special action to pay to end an effect or to pay to make something like to make a static ability stop applying for a little while, things like that. Though They're a little bit more um, obscure, but the best example I could come up with, which is I'm glad one of you guys added a better example, is <laughs> Lizards. So, for example, to read Calming Lizard here, it says... Uh, you can pay a white and tap Calming Lizard. Calming Lizard loses this ability and becomes an R enchantment with enchant creature. Attach it to target creature. You may pay W to end this effect. So the ability to pay a white there to end the effect, you can pay that as a special action. Which one of you guys added the other example? That, that was me. Yeah. Go ahead and talk about that one. Uh, so the other the example I added is actually Leonin Arbiter. Yeah. Which is uh, you know one of those things that's still in standard, so people might remember it a little more than Lizards, is that... It says you can't play a land, right? No. Or search for a land. So you can't search for a land, right? So he says search for a library. It was just a, used, we used it to host fetches all the time. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you can't you, you can't search your library uh, unless you pay two. 
and you have to have priority to pay the two. So there was always this awkward thing where players wouldn't do it right, and they would try to cast rampant growth, and then somebody would remind them that they couldn't search their library, and then they try to pay two, and it was too late because they're in the middle of rolling rampant growth. Right. So yeah, that's you have to have priority in order to pay the two, but it doesn't use the stack to pay two to to ignore that effect. Yeah, there's a difference there. And, and none of these special actions ever use the stack, so they can't be responded to or anything like that. But you do have to have priority to do a special action. The next one is suspending a card. It's a special action to suspend a card. Suspend gets real awkward. Uh, we'll probably talk about it a little bit more in depth one day. But basically, if you want to set that card in exile with some time counters on it. Is that the right term? Time counters? Yeah, I it, didn't it, play when time. suspend was around, actually. So, yeah, anytime you could cast the card, you pay its suspend cost, and instead of casting it, you remove it from the game, or now exile it. They all say remove from the game. Mm-hmm. And with with a certain number of time counters, whatever number it set on the card, and then at the beginning of your upkeep, it would remove a time counter, and it had a triggered ability, which was when the last time counter is removed, cast this card. Yep, beautiful. So anyway, the then... act spending it. Yeah, the last one is in Brian Perlman's territory. It is. Uh, it is... Rolling the planar die. There, there is, <laughs> there is no. If you are plane chasing it up, or I guess if you're even in a non-plane chase game, uh, you know you're at your local modern PTQ and you're just like, hey, I'm gonna roll the planar die. I, uh, no. uh, Does that work? Can you no. Start the I don't think you can. I don't think you can roll the planar die. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. No, no way that works, right? I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> I know we're all looking it up right now. Can we use a planar die in a real game of Magic? That's awesome. Yeah, if you just wanted to tap your lands and have them <laughs> spent for some reason. Uh no, it's a variant. Yeah, it's part of the plane chase rules. That no. actually, uh, plane chase something that took me by surprise the other day. Uh, I was I was judging an event, and I was taking judge calls, and all of a sudden somebody calls a judge, and I walk over and I go, "How can I help you?" And they go. So, this plane's effect, how does that interact with, and I'm like, wait, what's going on here? Because I have never actually played Plane Chase. Yeah. So, I was really confused for a few seconds about what was going on. <laughs> I, I like I like Plane Chase a lot. and Just I Just enchantments in the command zone is yeah. basically what they are. Yeah. I really like Arch Enemy, personally. Well, we needed you last show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We had no idea what we were talking about. We're just, we're just reading it and rereading it, and we're like, we don't understand how this you guys works. I was cards. I was just sitting there listening, and I'm like, oh my god, please move on. <laughs> and really tell that we like Plane Chase a lot more because we actually looked it up this time, whereas we, I mean, we could have looked up that arch enemy at any moment, but we just didn't. We just didn't want to know. So those are the four things you can do when you have priority: cast a spell. Activate an ability, activate a mana ability, or perform a special action. And that's it. I mean, that's all you can do when you have priority. So, when do you get priority? I mean, if you never get priority, I guess the game's going to be pretty boring. Go, 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 go. 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 Yeah, so, all right, I'll take it. The active player <laughs> uh, gets priority at the beginning of each step or phase of this turn. After state-based actions have been checked and triggers have been put on the stack, and we go through that whole process that, that Brian uh, explained earlier, we... The, the active player gets priority and can do whatever it is that they want to do, they can do when they have priority. And when they're done, they pass priority, and the non-active player gets priority, which is the other guy, the opponent. And and once everybody has 
done nothing with their priority. So I pass priority and then my opponent passes priority and both of us didn't do anything. If there's anything on the stack, that begins to resolve. The the topmost thing on the stack resolves. And then Active player gets priority again. Yeah, and then active player gets priority again. And if nothing is on the stack, then the we move on to the next step or phase. And this is how we get from the upkeep to the main phase and, and draw step. Have, yeah. Yeah, the draw step and then the main phase, you know. So, uh, so here's a here's a thing that way, way back in the day scumbag players used to do is they would do something like can I have priority to do, you know, they would ask for priority. Yeah. And then the, the other, you know, like I draw my card and I'm in my main, I'm, you know, I'm in my main phase and I'm thinking and the other guy's like, Hey, can I have priority to do something? And yeah, sure. Here you go. And then you'd get priority and you're like, Oh, well now that I have priority, I do nothing with it back to you. We're now, <laughs> we, you've now missed your main phase. Oh, and, that's why there's that, that rule. Yeah. And yeah. so that's now in the NTR, now, if you request priority and you do nothing with it, well, no, your request has been nullified. Priority goes back to you, back to the what? player that had it. Denied. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That is that is why we had you had some some players. I was like, oh, well, if I do it this way, <laughs> that's sneaky. It is sneaky. Hey, and now it's not allowed. Jess, you said that. You get priority during every step and phase. Oh, yeah, that's true. You don't get priority during uh, the untapped step. Yep. Uh, no player gets priority during the untapped step. Ever. Anything that triggers during the untapped step is actually put on the stack during the upkeep. So there's no way that you get priority there. Right. Ever. Like yep. Mesmeric Orb. And you don't get priority at the beginning of your cleanup either. Normally. Normally. Well, no, you never get priority at the beginning of your cleanup. Oh, the beginning. No, oh, no. Right. We're during. You never. You generally don't get priority during cleanup. Right. Yeah. And but sometimes you can't get priority. Sometimes you can get priority during cleanup, but that's not. I don't know if we want to touch on that yet. But we do. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so what's the situation where you can get priority in your cleanup? What What has to happen for you to get priority in your cleanup? A uh, megrum. Uh, a state based action has to has to fire off, or a right. trigger has to be put on the stack. So like if a creature. So say I have a creature that has two minus one minus one counter fine, and I cast giant growth on it earlier in the turn. Mm-hmm. It was a two two, uh, and now it is a five five. It has two minus one minus one counter. Yep. Uh, so when we go into the cleanup, the giant growth effect is going to wear off, and then it's a two two creature with two minus one minus one counters, and it has zero toughness. So state based actions put it in the graveyard. So something has changed due to state based actions. So now the active player gets priority again, and then when we pass priority, we have another cleanup step. An example of a trigger is Megrum. Okay, first thing you do during cleanup is discard a card. Well, Megrum is going to trigger, and after after all the all the effects that that end during cleanup end, the game sees the Megrum trigger, puts it on the stack. Players get priority, and there you go. And you can you could cast all sorts of things to like you know I'm gonna cast all these spells and draw all these cards and activate all these abilities and it doesn't matter because once all that's done and both players pass priority again there's another cleanup step you got to discard down again Megrim's gonna trigger again and you're gonna be sad puppy. Can I say I always call that card Megrim, but I just looked it up while you're talking and it is indeed Megrim. Megrim? Yeah, we said Megrim. I loved her in <laughs> when Harry met Sally. All right, that's. 
really old. You're really old. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Je- Jess, I think you said this, because you kind of just blew through everything about priority. Sorry. No, you nailed him. You're like, boom, 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 boom. You said that after a spell or ability resolves, the active player gets priority? Actually, Brian said the active player. Uh, okay. So, technically, the player who casts the last spell, if I remember correctly. No, no, uh, no. no the it's... player who had priority uh, before the spell on a stack or something of that effect. Actually, no, when it, when it resolves, one, when it resolves, active Yeah, I'm talking about resolves. When, when you cast a spell you get priority back. As, yeah. But when a spell resolves, active player always gets priority. Yes, exactly. That's what I was getting at. So when a yes, spell resolves, right. active player yeah. gets priority. And so, like Brian just said, when you cast a spell, you get priority back. But I've played MTGO, so I know I'm not getting priority back. So what's happening there, Brian? Well, okay, so the game would be really miserable <laughs> if you had to, like, I'm going to lightning bolt that grizzly bear or bear cub because bear cub's cuter. I'm gonna lightning bolt that bear cub, and then you had to, you had to, your opponent just kind of looked at you, and you were like, oh, oh, right, 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 I pass priority to you, and then he's like, okay, resolves, and then you bend the bear. So the way it works, there is a tournament shortcut that basically says, when you cast a spell, you implicitly pass priority to your opponent. Okay, and that's just because really, it, in playing it, it, I mean, it's, it it functions for the purpose of the rules, but the way human beings play the game, uh, there, there's actually a second kind of a second thing that goes along with that too, is that if you do more than one thing really quick, like uh, I have an Atuko Shade, which lets me pay a black mana to give it plus one plus one, and I activate that a bunch of times, uh, like I tap five swamps. We assume, unless I specifically state that I'm doing them all without passing priority, that I'm shortcutting to doing them one at a time. Yes. We should probably do all the tournament shortcuts. I mean, if you think about it, yeah. we've done this one. We did trample earlier. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. We might as well just, just hit those while we're here. What? What? Oh. what? No. No. <laughs> you you said it. you wanted to keep this episode short. <laughs> I, I said that. I was, I was actually... I'm sorry. I... Sarcasm fail there. I, was yeah. to, oh, I thought you were serious. You ask, I really did. Like, I thought that's where we were headed, and I'm like, oh. let's not do this. Um, let's do it. No, now, no, now, now we're <laughs> doing it. Now I know. Next time I'm going to call your bluff. I'm like, all right, all right. The statement "go" offers to keep passing priority until an opponent. No. All right. You can do these from memory. You can target a planeswalker with a spell, but <laughs> so. Uh, one last thing I do want to mention for the MTGO players out there, because they might think we're just making this up. I think you can hold down control to control. maintain priority. Yeah, and I have a funny story about that. Uh, I'm watching I'm watching a player who plays Moto a lot. A lot. I promise it wasn't me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's playing real magic. He's playing uh, Runeflow Trap, right? And I don't know, for those of you who are unfamiliar with how the Runeflow Trap deck works, uh, it likes to twin cast things. And the only way you can twin cast your own spells usually is to retain priority. Mm-hmm. This player had said something, said something jokingly, said, I'm going to cast this, uh, and hold control and cast twin cast. Okay. And he'd been saying this all day, and players understood what he meant, because the other players he played against played back to the line. And then he played against somebody who did not understand what he meant, and it resulted in a judge call. Uh, <laughs> Because the player said, well, he just said he was going to hold control. He didn't say he was retaining priority. I don't understand what's happening. 
<laughs> Weird. What, what does it even mean to hold control of a spell? That's crazy. No, no, hold control, like hold the control. I button. know, I know, but like to the player who doesn't know what he's talking about, what is no, he was trying. The, the player about? was trying to get him to like he, he didn't say his retaining priority, so he can't cast twin cast or whatever. That's yeah. eh, being silly. Really a silly goose. Hey, do you guys have anything else you want to add about priority? I knew priority is kind of a short section, but I would like to pass priority. I'll pass priority. Jess? Well, can I have priority? You can have it. I can have it? Okay. Well, then I will pass it to I guess. All right. I... We all just pass priority. Let's move into... We have a new contest coming up. Woohoo! Contest! Oh, wait. I forgot to do something at the end of your turn. Oh, it's too late. It's too late. Too late. Sorry. Sorry. You know, it's a competitive level event. If it was regular, yeah, I'd let you. But, you know. <laughs> You'd let him let me back up because I forgot something. Yeah. Normally, we wouldn't even be called over, right? It'd be like, <laughs> no. can I can I do something? And then the player would be like, I don't care. And it's like, okay. No, no, I wouldn't as a judge. I mean, if I was a guy's okay. opponent, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, maybe I'd let you. But hey. So am I the only jerk in the world that doesn't let people take things back when I'm playing against them? I okay. Only like. Only, like, regular REL events I even play at are uh, uh, pre-releases, so, you know. Uh, okay. Just... Like, because I like, when I play against people, they're like, can I take something back? I'm like, I'm sorry, there's no rule for that. Uh, there's, yeah. There's no rule for backing up, you know, there's no time machine. So, like, does that make me a jerk? Because I'm like, I want to play by the rules. No. No. No, okay. it doesn't make you a jerk. It just I, means that we're nicer than you are. I, <laughs> <laughs> I never ask to take something back either. I'm like, you know what? I made a mistake. I made a mistake. That's me. So, <laughs> ruin the contest, Thunder. Brian, this is kind of like oh, your yeah. baby. I know. This so, is horrible. If you would like to tell us about this contest. All right. So, here's going to be the prize. The prize... We are recording this now on uh, June 25th. Yesterday was June 24th. And the prize for this contest is going to be a Judge Foil Vendillion click. Yes. If you know why. We'll and leave it that. Some of it. You know, the, the, a lot of players like to click themselves. You know? <laughs> likes to, yeah, players like to click themselves. And sometimes... You know, cards end up on the bottom of, of libraries as a result of being clicked. <laughs> Tell me about this contest, Brian. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so anyway, so here's here's what we're going to do. We would like for for listeners, and this is this is how this is how you enter into the event. We would like you to take a picture of you hugging a judge. <laughs> oh boy. And post that photo. On uh on our Facebook wall, yep, Facebook.com/slash/judgecast. Okay. Facebook. So include your name and the judge's name, and make it clear which one of you is which. And each photo that you post will be worth two entries into the random drawing. We're going to randomly select uh, out of all the photos who wins. So you're going to get two entries. If if one of the photos includes some of the guys from Judge Cast North, you're only going to get one entry. Oh, I don't think we discussed that ahead of time. That's rough. Oh, what? Okay, okay, okay. So <laughs> we'll just we'll just say we'll just say you get one entry. Okay, All into right. into the drawing. If you have a if you have a, uh, a a photo of you hugging a judge, one entry, and we'll we'll count the Judge Cast North guys. 
Okay. Okay. Now, if the photo includes hugging a current host or a past host of JudgeCast, so myself, Jess, CJ, Jose, Sean, let's save Ricky for just a second. Any one of those guys, you get three entries in, or it counts three times into the random. Okay. Mr. Hayashi doesn't like hugs. (laughs) So we're going to give you a bonus two entries as hazard pay. (laughs) Okay. If you have the, if the picture is you hugging Ricky. Because that's five total entry points, or in the in the or five total entries in the random drawing, and this will go on for two episodes. Post on Facebook, and this is the thing: I actually do want a a minimum number of of, of actual photos. So uh, I don't, you know, since we are putting this on the public wall, you know, we don't want it to be anemic or anything like that. So should be people have people go to events. It can be your FNM. It can be, you know, a GP. There's GP Atlanta coming up this weekend. So uh, I have a question for you. Does it, does it need yes. to be in an event? Like, if, if I know a judge, can I just, like, find them? To put it? So basically, if I see Ricky Hayashi sitting somewhere, like, he's just sitting at Starbucks having some coffee by himself, can I run and tackle him and give him a hug and get points for it if somebody else I mean, takes a picture? Yeah, I I, does it have to be at an event? I really want to say yes. However, for some, <laughs> reason, for some reason, I I imagine like Ricky getting 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 hit at the the library or the airport or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. I gotta I gotta think that it's gotta be at least in the context of an event because okay. of, there's a lot there's a lot of random judges, and by random I mean judges I just don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I think. Okay, I think that's no, totally sure. fair. I think, I think no, no, it's in the context of an event, you give you give your name, you give their name, and they're getting a hug. You post it on the wall. I mean, that is that is literally something that you can do from your smartphone in you know thirty seconds time. Sure. Yep. And I would say you can't take a picture of yourself <laughs> hugging yourself, like, like <laughs> hugging yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. And I would also say that you can only enter yourself with hugging another judge that specific judge once. So you can't sure. just, if you can't be Callie this Anderson is... who works with Ricky every day and you su- submitted a picture every single day. Well, if Ricky was wearing a different hat every day, <laughs> no, no. Okay. No. So, so yeah, we're not going to give you more entries. And but I if think you do manage to get a hug from Ricky every day and take a picture of it and want to post it on our wall. <laughs> I am totally okay with That's that. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've so... already won at life anyway. I think creative photos should get bonus points, bonus entries as well. Okay. At our discretion. At our discretion. Works for me. Okay. That way, uh, you know, Gryffindor can win at the end. Just right. Because... Okay. 50 points for Gryffindor. Uh, oh, here you go, Neville. You've stood up to your friends. A thousand points to Gryffindor. Yay. <laughs> I'm bitter about it. That's how life works, don't you know? <laughs> Slytherin had that in the bag. That's some crap. Slytherin got robbed. That's they really did. You are, you're horrible. How can the headmaster of Gryffindor uh, award the points for Gryffindor? How how's that fair? I don't see how you're getting upset over like Gryffindor stealing over Slytherin because you are clearly Hufflepuff. I I am not a Hufflepuff reject. You are you are you are a Hufflepuff dirtle. The reject. Yeah, that's 
They are the Dirtle class. Whatever, whatever Hufflepuff stands for, you stand for it. I don't even know what they stand for. I I don't know. Slytherin's the bad guys. Gryffindor's the good guys. Hufflepuffs are... They're just are, the Dirtles. The, they're the registered ensigns of the Harry Potter <laughs> they really are. Wow! They are. I don't think first. The away team will consist of <laughs> Kevin Kirk, Mr. Spock, and this guy from Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. <laughs> Ron, I'm looking up Cedric Diggory. As the first person to die, I'm wondering what house he was in. I mean, even Ravenclaw had, like, some style, I guess. Yeah, check it out. Cedric Diggory was in Hufflepuff. They are the red shirts. They are the red shirts! And you see? And and guess what Cedric went on to become? Dead? Edward. Oh, that too? Hold on. Alright. I guess we should, uh... Edward. Sort this up. Emails! Emails. Hold on, now I'm looking up to see what House Colin. Alright, so, uh, yeah, there's, what are you looking for? What House Colin Creepy was in? I'm just looking up everyone who died in Harry Potter. <laughs> when it's gonna be uh, You know what, TJ, I think you have a research project for the next yeah. episode. I guess, I guess I'll do that on my Pottercast later. <laughs> Pondercast. Potter. Pottercast. Please tell me you don't have a Harry Potter cast. Alright, I won't tell you that. Really? I don't. Of course I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what? If I go to my friends and be like, yeah, I have a Magic of the Gathering judging podcast, they're not going to be like, oh, yeah, that seems normal and healthy. Yeah. He would lose. He would lose. If his if his Harry Potter friends knew that he did a Magic podcast, <laughs> he would lose all his street oh, credit. All his so bad. All his. They'd be like, all, his... Uh, they'd be like all these guys in Hufflepuff. They, I, I would no longer be head boy. Of you'd actually get kicked out. What's the, what's that, what's that, what's that town by Hogwarts? Uh, Hogsmeade or something? Yeah, Hogsmeade. Hogsmeade? All the kids in Hogsmeade would just make fun of him. He wouldn't be able, he wouldn't be able to show his face at, at Diagon Alley or (laughs) Diagon Alley. (laughs) Butter beers are us. (laughs) Alright, we're, uh, we're losing, we're losing it fast, just like when Voldemort took over. Hogwarts. Let's hop right into our reader emails. You guys ready? Let's do this. Sweet. Sweet. Um, here, I'll do it. Mail time! Alright. That was weak. Yeah, it was weak. We didn't get many emails this show, which is weird, because last show we had a bunch. I don't, I don't know what controls that, but... Anywho, our first email comes from Jimmy. He just gave the name Jimmy. He says, first, wanted to say that I just started... Jimmy! Listening, and I've already learned quite a few things I didn't previously know. Thanks for the free content. Uh, this is free. Jess, weren't you supposed to be on the subscription plan for this? Yeah, like if you're getting this for free, you're a pirate. And yeah, you, stop pirating. No, I'm kidding. He actually is free. <laughs> cool. right. um, but you could still be a pirate if you want to. So he asked me. Um, he says something that has always confused me are cards that can be cast and fulfill. What? Oh, cards that can be cast and fulfill as much of the conditions written on the card versus cards that cannot be cast unless all conditions are filled. So what he means by this is, uh, he says, when a card states as an additional cost, I understand that you need to pay it. Or when a card specifies how many conditions you must meet, such as exile two target artifacts, uh, you need to have two legal targets. But then he asks, why can't you play a card like Gruel Turf when you have no other lands in play? Gruel Turf makes you uh, return a land to your hand when it, when it gets played. And he asked, you know, lands still have a cost, so it can't say as an additional cost, but shouldn't it say play Gruel Turf only when you have one or more lands in play or something of that nature? And yet you can cast Vessel of Endless Rest if you have no cards in your graveyard. There are a whole slew of cards which seem contradicting in my mind with similar wordings that I just haven't been able to figure out. I'm hoping you guys can help me see the difference. 
So does anyone want to tackle this or you want me to just answer it? Because I can understand it's a little bit confusing question to a judge mind, I think. Well, I want to, I want to point one thing out real quick. You know, when I look at this email, uh, I think, I can't help but think there might be some confusion about Grill Tour. Yeah. So, first of all, that's the first thing I want to mention is that even though you can play rural turf when, uh, when you don't have any lands, you still have this triggered ability that says, uh, when gruel turf enters the battlefield, uh, return a land, you control to its owner's hand. So when that enters the battlefield, the only land you have in play is gruel turf. So you have to return gruel turf to your hand. Yep. Yeah. 99% of the time that will be. What's happening? I guess every right, once while so, maybe someone could destroy gold turf in response, but it's not not a big deal. So yeah, so you even though even though and that's why it doesn't say you can only play this when you have one, one you know one land in play already because you just basically can't effectively can't play it for any value when there, you don't have any lands because you have to return it to your hand immediately. But that, so that's I just wanted to clarify about gruel turf. But if you guys want to tackle the rules aspect of this, then so please I, do. I think a lot of this confusion mostly comes from the difference between like maybe a triggered ability and something that is the cost or a step of casting a spell. So like okay. he, he correctly says, you know, if something has two targets, you have to declare two targets. If something has an additional cost, you have to pay the cost immediately. Uh, and that's all correct. And that's, those are all steps of casting a spell. They are not, they don't have anything to do with anything else. They're just things you have to do to cast the spell. While the other examples he gave, gave are triggers. And I, and I explained to him that Triggers are things that start with when, whenever, or they have the word at in there somewhere. We always say starts with that, but actually a lot of times they don't. And uh, triggers are always going to, it's the best way to say this, try to trigger. You know, sometimes they don't have all the conditions in place to even go on the stack, but we don't want to go too deep into that. Uh, but they're, they're just not something that is required to play the spell. So basically, if if you have a spell, you know what its costs are based on the, either the words as an additional cost or anything like that, plus the mana cost in the top right corner. While if something is a trigger, you don't have to worry about paying any of its costs, I guess if you want to call them that, until the ability is actually completely triggered and gone on the stack and all that whole deal. So you don't have to worry about that when you're actually playing the card. So here's here's an example of why this is relevant real quick. Mm-hmm. So... If I had, let's say, I want to play Vessel of Endless Rest. Yep. And the only card in your graveyard is Think Twice. If it was part of the cost of playing Vessel of Endless Rest to remove a card from your graveyard, then you wouldn't have the opportunity to respond by playing Think Twice before yep. I get rid of it. So if I play Vessel of Endless Rest, you can respond by playing Think Twice before that comes into play and the triggered ability goes on the stack. Now, this also means let's say let's say we put it in a little bit different context. If I have a think twice and you have say a mana leak in in your graveyard, and that's the only thing you have in your graveyard, and I know you have a snapcaster that you want to use with your mana leak. Okay. Yeah. Uh and so you cast Vessel of Endless Rest and I go, Oh, in response I'll play Think Twice. Now when Vessel of Endless Rest sets in the battlefield, it has to target something if it can. So since it can target mana leak it must target mana leak. But if there are no targets, then triggered ability, which doesn't happen until you're done casting Vessel of Endless Rest, uh, tries to go on the stack and goes, I just don't have any legal targets, and it does not. Yeah. So let me, let me try also paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. So in order to cast a spell or for a trigger to go on the stack, all of its conditions have to be met. 
Yes. Okay. If it has, if it says two targets in order to cast the spell, you got to have two targets to put it on the stack. If it says two targets in the triggered ability, it has to have its two targets to be put on the stack. Okay. Once it's on the stack, okay, you can you can start and 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 then it goes to resolve as long as it can do some of it. Okay, with the exception of if all of the if all of the instances of the word target there are no targets, but if it's got some targets left, okay, it's going to it's going to continue doing as much as possible, whether it's an ability, whether it's a spell, whether it's a, a trigger, any of that. Yeah. So, and I you know, and I think the last thing to say about this is some of these cards, like if you want to know why it's this way versus another way, I think sometimes it's just totally up to the designers. Um, you know, Gruel Turf could say, uh, you know, you may not play this land unless you have more lands. They could well, do that if they wanted if, to. If they changed it to other, you know, return another land, mm-hmm. that would that would that would function. Uh, no, if they said it that way, then you could play it on turn one for no penalty, and it would be amazing. That would be sweet. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, but you know, it's I think or sometimes no, it was like sacrifice it unless you yeah return another target land or something like that and they could do these things but i think sometimes they just do whatever they think will be the most interesting gameplay wise but hopefully that helps you jimmy spot how to tell the difference between these kinds of things i feel like we just we kept throwing answers at it and some of them have to be right (laughs) okay all right (laughs) our next mail is from lyle alfred he says, I'm back. Big props. I'm pronouncing my name properly, by the way. Hey, no problem, Lyle. I hope I did it again this time. So he was talking about, uh, we had the big discussion about putting t- counters on Tatterkite. He says, you could overnize or humble or humility, I suppose, Tattercat. They Then play some counters on it, because we said, you can never, ever, ever place counters on Tatterkite. But, oh, right, yeah, I was, I was rolling. I was, I was so like, yes, you can. There are ways to come do it. Come on. <laughs> But Sudden spoiling was, was actually how I was going to get there. We weren't we weren't putting a whole lot of we hadn't put the pre. Well, like, no, I was actually like into... I was listening I was listening to your show and you were like oh there's no way to do this I'm like oh you just cast up the spoiling and do some show, other stuff our show our show all of, us, <laughs> all of us you chose to not participate. <laughs> Well, no. See, what's really funny about it is I don't recall you giving us any suggestions during that section yeah. of the show either. No, that's the thing though, is because I'm so used to listening to you guys talk while we're recording Dutchcast that when I was listening to the episode that you guys recorded, like, what if you said something and I would actually go to answer and say <laughs> something about it, and yeah. then I realized that you guys weren't actually there listening to me. <laughs> actually, we just had you on mute the whole time. <laughs> Silenced your channel. So yeah, all that all that would work. You could get counters on a Tatterkite, whatever. And then last time I also talked about how it's kind of awkward to be playing against an eight-year-old or or whoever, because if you win, you just beat an eight-year-old, and if you lose, well, then you just got beat by an eight-year-old. So both ways, you're not feeling great. Uh, Lyle says, "Hey, my only loss at states last year was to a ten-year-old. Oops, I mean eleven. He got mad at me for getting his age wrong in my article. <laughs> Kid got an article written about him. He'll get over it." Uh, the only shame from that is that his aunt, who owns a game store, picks on me at every tournament and constantly on Facebook about it. Oh. And Lyle ends with, Arch Enemy really does suck, by the way. <laughs> it does. Oh, thanks for emailing us, Lyle. Yeah. Get, getting getting back to the whole Tatterkai humility, that kind of thing. One of the things is, it's actually 
when you're discussing this stuff ad hoc and Magic's got, you know, however many tens of thousands of cards, 20,000, 25,000 cards, mm-hmm. you know, there's probably some combination that does something, you know. Yeah. Yes. And and it's it's we're 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 here doing the show. We're trying to keep things moving, and we probably are going to make the occasional minor faux pas. We probably know, or, do it a lot, honestly. Like I know I do. CJ edits all the all, all those out. Yeah, is that what happens? Okay. Yeah, yeah don't worry so about we're it. Flawless. Nobody even yeah. knows. Yeah, unless he misses it, also. Yeah, that happens. So our next email. Yeah, so it's it's actually it's actually <laughs> all right. Never mind. Not no. Are you done? Hey, what I meant was, if you only have Tatterkite, you're not getting counters on him. That's what I meant. No other silly effects on him. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> Did we have anything else, CJ? Yeah, we have a couple more mails. Uh, I'm not even going to read this whole one, but he took the time to send it in. His name, it's from Peter Cooper Jr. It's just the title alone. It's got the word Lissids in it. Yeah, it says, My favorite Judge Breaker, Vesuvian Doppelganger, Lissids, and Animated Equipment. I'm not reading all this. No one. So why 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 wasn't listed on that list of things we wouldn't deal with? Because <laughs> we didn't think about it. But nobody sent it in. Like this one could have won the contest if he had gotten it into us early. Um, unfortunately, he got it in too late. But he sent it to us anyways, and I'm not going to read it. But it's ridiculous. And <laughs> thank you for emailing us, Peter. I'm sorry you didn't email us sooner. Oh, this one's silly. <laughs> all right, last one from Christopher Waters. His question's very quick. My question is, how do double-sided cards work, oh, they're called double face cards, work with Ixadron? I don't expect well, since there is no face downside on them. You would be correct, sir. <laughs> you just answered your own question. Yep. <laughs> there is no face downside, so nothing happened. So, he also emailed Judge Cast North. Yeah. Which, which we were on the CC. We were, it actually went to Judge Cast North. Oh, it did. And we were on the carbon, we answered first, though. <laughs> Because that's just the way we roll. We're on the ball. We are on the ball. They're in like a different time zone in Canada or something. So, so, so I noticed. Figured out how to use the internet. I got. I asked though, who answered this email? Because like I see that we've sent an an email response. Uh, Was the CJ? Was that you or no? Right. It was you. That's his signature on it. So you. (laughs) That's his signature. Oh wow! I was. A I noticed you also one. said it to Judge Cast North as the, the answer. Well, yeah, because I mean, how else are they going to know the answer if we don't tell ah. them? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. All right. <laughs> so, if you're out there and you want to email us, you can always email us a rules question or any other question at all at judgecast at gmail dot com. You may also follow us on. Is it no like us? You like us on Facebook at like us on Facebook dot com slash Facebook. I mean, what? Now I'm all messed up. Did you I, say judgecast.com dot com slash Facebook? Yes, facebook.com slash judge. We should make that a thing at some point. All right, you do that uh, on it. <laughs> all right, uh, oh. facebook.com slash judgecast, and that's also where your contest entries are going to go. And finally, you can follow us on Twitter at face twitter dot com slash judgecast. Wow, I. Should record that whole thing again, but I'm not gonna. No. Nope. No. Do Do any of us have uh, events coming up in the in the near future? GP Atlanta. Well, I know for us, I was actually gonna give Jess an opportunity to 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 plug where he's gonna be so he can so, get the the bounty yeah. of hugs <laughs> that are going to come. Hugs. Sweet. Um. So I'm not actually gonna be at GP Atlanta. Uh. 
Food. But if you're in the Northern California or the area or the Bay Area, I work at Superstars Game Center in San Jose. But we have events every day, and and I am there almost every day. So if you are in the area and want to fulfill the requirement for our contest, so that's where I will be judging events, and you can, you can find me there. So uh, other than that, like I don't think there's actually, especially the pre-release. Pre-release weekend is going to be huge so that's that's kind of the time to do it when is that it's really after atlanta yeah it's july 7th and 8th so already yeah i, yeah. Have, I have i have literally not played house and restored since the pre-release i had no idea it was already well yeah it's because it's because with m13 it's kind of like a shortened short shortened cycle like they kind of compress it a little bit yeah wow all right, well, that'll be fun. Yeah. Boy, time yeah, flies when you're getting old, doesn't it, CJ? It really does. I remember back when I was younger. Abyssin Restored had just come out. <laughs> Did you just do an impression of yourself? Yeah, what was that? <laughs> that was, that was, yes. <laughs> yes. Right, and I think for all our harassing, we should mention that JudgeCast North has a new episode out. Just if anyone wants to go listen to it. <laughs> All right, Neil, never mind. You guys, Ew, else wanna... uh, yeah, we could just cut that. Right. Yeah. Okay. No. You guys have anything else <laughs> to add? No, actually, there was there was one or two emails that we got uh, from people who were who asked specifically. You know, this is you know email. This isn't meant to be read on the air, kind of thing. But we've been we've been getting a lot of you know positive feedback emails. Guys, keep it up. We've recently, the the Magic Judges Facebook, the guys that run that, uh, Ricardo Tessitore, David De La Iglesia, have started, you know, when we put out an episode, we let them know, and then they publicize it and get it out to the groups uh, because they, they, uh, uh, they feel that it's a, it's a, it's a, that we're putting out a, a good product. And I, what I want to say is that feedback uh, that positive feedback from 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 listeners and and other judges really means a lot to us. We really appreciate that and uh, keep it coming because you know feed our egos. Nom nom nom. Yes. Yes, exactly. That that's the kind of thing that makes this worthwhile is knowing that people find value in this and they're entertained in this. Because really, if nobody cared, then we it, it would just be us talking to ourselves. We'd probably still do it though. St- there's a chance, yes. I mean, it's not like we're getting paid. Well, you're not. No, you're not getting paid. What? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like Jess and I have worked out a deal with uh, MTG. Yeah. We're rolling well, in the bank. How do you think we're able to afford these judge falls that we're giving out as prizes? Yeah. What? And you know, and, and you know, the Cats just giving it to us left and right too for <laughs> taking over for him. Uh, <laughs> if we. Uh, yeah. if if we didn't have listeners, this, we'd be a lot dirtier on the show. I'd say that right now. <laughs> we, yes. We, yes. All right. Wait, I do want to say one last thing. Colin Creevy was a member of Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Well, for all of us here at JudgeCast, I'm CJ Schrader. I keep it fair. I keep it fun. And I keep it under two hours. Yeah, Ricky can deal with it. They specifically reference if it could target an object that a player controls, and players aren't objects. So, well, it depends on how cute they are. Hey, hey. (laughs) 
we had a train and I derailed it really hard. Sorry. <laughs>